In fact, you think that Speaker Pelosi is a traitor to the country, right? Uh, you're, I'm not answering that question. It's speculation. <coughs> you, it's you've, you've said that, haven't you, Ms. Green, that she's a traitor to the country? No, I haven't said that. Okay. Put up Plaintiff's Exhibit 5, please. Oh, no, wait. Hold on now. on your toes, Mr. Keynes. Yeah, well, I think I'm going to need a podiatrist after this one. Uh, uh, and uh, you might just have that tinfoil hat on a bit too tight. Indeed they might, sir. Indeed they might. Greetings, friends, and uh, welcome in to this, the 196th edition of Fusebox, astutely titled Conspiranoimia. And uh, I'm your... Member in good standing, as long as I can use a comfortable chair, host Mark Rose, and over there, the uh, Grand Poobah of the Parametric, Newt Keynes, everybody. Uh, thank you kindly. Uh, no, really, man. What the hell is up with this show title? I, I mean, I was almost <laughs> strangled by my own tongue trying to get... Well, um, allow me to uh, elaborate. Briefly, Mr. Keynes. Well, please do. Well, uh, this episode's title uh, comes from a uh, rather tragic collision of two notable titles from uh, two notable personages uh, from the band Art of Noise, who had a single in the 80s called Paranoimia. And a much more recent release by Les Claypool and his band Primus. The uh, title comes from actually his uh, newest album, uh, Conspiranoid. Yeah, a lot of fun. And what you do is you place both of them in a rancid and Stained salad spinner, and out comes conspiranoimia, which I'm uh, convinced now is a uh, genuine affliction. Huh. Wow. Well, I mean, cool name. It's just brutal as fuck to pronounce. Five dollar word for sure. Well, you know what, though? I'm, I'm just amazed, <laughs> still to this day, that a song with a title like Paranoimia actually got on the radio in the 1980s and on MTV as well. That video featured the also legendary Max Headroom character, if you remember that. But, you know, with all the uh, uh, white powder being consumed in those days, (laughs) it's a wonder any of those on-air folks could pronounce their own names, let alone this one. Oh, I remember Art and Noise. They were like a really uh, early sampling group. They used a lot of uh, you know found sounds and uh, clips and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they were uh, they were a lot of fun. I thought, um, you know, I think there really were only two folks in that band. 
if I'm recalling that correctly. Oh, speaking of recalling. Uh, Ms. Green, did you advocate to President Trump to impose martial law as a way to remain in power? I don't recall. So you're not denying you did it, you just don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, holy carp. What an extreme test of endurance that uh, hearing was. And bro, if that gal ain't hung out to dry after this mess, then there is truly something screwy going on with the judicial process. Seriously. Yeah, well, you know, I know uh, um, justice is supposed to be blind, but uh, deaf and dumb, too, would be a, a bit much. Just to uh, forgive, I think. She was ducking and dodging every damn question with a... I don't recall. Or a... I don't remember. Well, this is the liar's way of playing footsie with perjury. I have to say, I, I was waiting for the counselor there to uh, point that out, actually. Well, I'm guessing it's just a thing, legally. You know, you can claim to have no recollection of something, and it's a safe zone. A clever attorney, you know, will see through that and endeavor to uh, pry the truth out through... Uh, well, actually, they did that uh, on a number of occasions there by uh, using witnesses' actual statements, uh, writings, actions, and so forth. I gotta say, it was pretty cringy at times, bro. You know, and I bet that uh, she'll be selling her testimony there as some kind of a triumph to her supporters. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I'm sure. I, I mean, that, that bit about her being labeled, quote, a hostile witness... When she was not answering the question, uh, she was asked by the attorney regarding uh, Nancy Pelosi being labeled by Miss Green uh, to be guilty of treason at one point, which, you know, then caused her to begin (laughs) turning all of her answers into a political speech. You know, most of the pieces of evidence they retrieved, well, they had all been deleted. The legal team there resurrected all those posts from various places. Uh, But she couldn't recall, though. Nope. No knowledge of anything. In fact, she wasn't really sure she was sitting in that courtroom and lying to everyone at that very moment. Yeah, because it may have been all just fake news created by those communists at the Wall Street Journal. It's an obvious attempt to diminish her sterling reputation. Is that even possible? Well, I think after her stating Jewish space lasers were causing all the forest fires was uh, pooted forth, it was... uh, Pretty much a foregone conclusion at that point. Uh, Friends, we shall return after a uh, brief show reset. Uh, do you smell burning tires? It's the wildfire, Mike. The show for everybody. But not everybody will like it. TheFuseBoxShow.com Welcome back, one and all. Here's a fact. We are surrounded by goons, friends. There's just no other way to put it. Well, there really are a lot of other ways to put it. Yes, but we want to steer clear of courtrooms. Yeah, but clearly all you have to say is, I don't recall or I don't remember these days, and uh, it's all good. (laughs) We'll see, Mr. Gaines. We'll see. Uh, Friends, we must once again... uh, Turn our gaze down there. Yes, down there. Where it is becoming increasingly evident that turning the clock back to those glorious and carefree days of the 4th century seems to be like a good idea to them. A time when 
men were men and everyone else was just in the way. Or burning on a stick. Yes, once again, we venture to the land of effluence. So no doubt, friends, you've uh, heard of the recent puff and buzzle concerning the eliminating of certain math books by the Florida Department of Education based on what they refer to as inappropriate. Now, I, I, I really do think it's important to mention that these books are often referred to in the media and other places as being banned. And in actuality, they were just, quote, not selected for various reasons that uh, we will explore. Yeah, it really was. It's kind of like the witch hunts. I mean, you weren't killed for being a witch. You were just deselected to live. <laughs> true, true. Uh, books that mention uh, racism, sexuality, uh, something called social-emotional learning, which, uh, as I've been informed, means the uh, teaching of methods to manage emotions, develop empathy, solve problems, and make decisions. Oh, hell, there's a problem right there. Make decisions. Well, we don't want them making decisions or, or problem-solving. Well, it could lead to dancing and drinking beer, Mr. Keynes. Florida actually is third in the nation for truly banning books, not deselecting, as it turns out. Busy folks down there, protecting the precious bodily fluids of our innocence. Uh, Governor Ron the Sandslug said the purpose of the law is, quote, to stop the indoctrination of children. What we will not do is let people distort history to try to serve their current ideological goals, he said. Wait, what? <laughs> well, isn't, isn't that what they're doing by eliminating this stuff? <laughs> of course they are, Mr. Gaines, because their dogma will always be better than your dogma. Well, I, for one, don't have a dogma in this fight. I just think they're all assholes. The other thing that is very, uh, progressive of them is this statement that their process of determining the eligibility of any textbook under this uh, new criteria is completely and totally transparent. <laughs> Although there have been no examples of the, quote, offending books released by the uh, Florida Department of Education to anybody. All the examples that were found had to be disclosed through other means. Like a brown bag delivery on a bridge at two in the morning by a guy named Vinny. Hey, you want some dirty math books? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that, Mr. Keynes, yeah. At least eight of some of the 50 or more books uh, were examined by an outside source and they found, in their investigations anyway, nothing triggerable in any of the sources. Governor Sandslug's press secretary, Christina Pushaw... Pushaw? <laughs> really? Sorry. Yes. Uh, she tweeted, A math problem which mentions non-binary students. Uh, but that example is not found in any of the Florida school books. Democratic State Senator Anna Escamani said 
the examples shared by the administration are at this point not relative to Florida, which is a habit that Governor the Sandslug has. <laughs> uh, Pasha's tweets also show math problems mentioning sexual abuse and pimps. Again, they are not in any of the Florida school books. These evil and horrible books will drive the kidlets to commit random acts of kindness and use words like mindfulness. Yeah, is this the America you want to live in? Clearly. Amen. As a balance uh, to this toe-headed desire to return to the age of the Crusades, a chap named Chaz Stevens a uh, renowned, uh, quoting here now, local political stunt activist, as he uh, likes to be called, has decided to present the state with an example of following the law to the letter. Stevens is reportedly sending out petitions to the uh, Miami-Dade County Public Schools and uh, Broward County Public Schools demanding that the Christian Bible be banned from schools, libraries, in classrooms, citing its inclusion of inappropriate topics. <laughs> Stephen said, if they're going to ban books, then the whole library should be in play. My hope, and it's a long shot, is that they will apply their own standards to themselves and ban the Bible, Stephen said. In a letter sent to the uh, Miami-Dade County Public School Superintendent, on uh, April 19th, Stevens wrote, I wish to file such an objection, requesting the Miami-Dade County Public School System immediately remove the Bible from the classroom, the library, and any instructional material. And, as is often the case with banned books, I ask your agency, lay flame to that giant stack of fiction in a pyre worthy of a Viking send-off. <laughs> <laughs> Stevens also named a number of reasons why he wants the Bible banned, including age inappropriateness, social-emotional learning, mentions of uh, bestiality and rape, and wokeness as reasons to ban the Bible. He goes on here. With the constant babbling concerns about teaching critical race theory, should we not take stock of the Bible's position on slavery? I'm concerned our young white students will read such passages and wake up to civilization's sordid past. Stevens wrote that uh, following a uh, biblical passage from the book of Ephesians that discusses slavery and being obedient to masters. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's spot on, bro. I think they're way <laughs> over their heads on this <laughs> Well, I, I guess the message is, uh, yet again, that by taking these rather extreme measures, all you do is create the very issues you're trying to extinguish, right? And in our present day, friends, uh, the flames that are being fanned right now, they actually need to be fanned because going backwards isn't an option for anybody. Well, you know, personally... I'd say those idiots need some uh, helpful advice from the mental health hammer. Oh, and uh, 
Speaking of hits, they don't stop coming here. No. Another event of note from the uh, Sunshine State is probably even more ludicrous than this uh, Selective Information Act that uh, we just talked about. Well, here's an idea. When the uh, state's economy is kind of teetering on the edge of oblivion, uh, they don't tell you that, though, with all the hits it, uh, its tourist trade took, as well as countless other states have experienced during the uh, COVID plague, the governor thinks that stripping Disney of its special district status would be a great idea. Well, it's pretty obvious from the math book fiasco that this state has a numbers problem. And a reality problem as well, it would seem. Uh, This all happened because Disney openly opposed House Bill 1557, which uh, bans any school instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity through the third grade and any discussions about it in older grades if it's, quote, in a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate. Well, who the hell is determining appropriate? Him? Or maybe his right-hand man, Cardinal Richelieu, the witch hunter. It appears that uh, Florida Republicans first floated the idea of getting rid of Reedy Creek, the the district that Walt Disney occupies and uh, was created in 1967, to undertake all the municipal services uh, that the park would uh, ultimately create and basically self-govern itself, which, uh, if you've ever been there, the upkeep, frankly, is a masterful orchestration to watch. Much of the maintenance is uh, completely out of sight, underground, and uh, virtually seamless. It truly is uh, a model of how you could do it for any community. So, uh, after Disney released a statement saying the uh, law HB 1557, quote, should never have been passed or enacted and that its goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts. Now, that statement right there, friends, got many a conservative panty in a wad. Many who have gone on to hold protests at the Walt Disney World and uh, decry the company and right-wing media and all that crap, uh, have caused Florida Republicans to seek out ways to take away some of the special privileges the company is receiving through the state. So, in other words, they're punishing Disney for being correct. Uh, In a word, yeah. And big surprise, folks. The local officials in uh, Orange County, Florida, have warned getting rid of uh, Reedy Creek could substantially strain its resources and potentially lead to a 25% increase in property taxes, with uh, Mayor Jerry Denning saying it would be catastrophic if the county had to absorb the services that Disney now pays for without receiving additional revenue. Uh, Governor the Sandslug denied that there were any issues about the effects of Reedy Creek being dissolved, claiming, we have everything thought out. Oh, you got it worked out, do you? I bet you what you're going to do is you're going to pass those costs along to everyone in the state, not just the folks in the county, right? Well, you can see this is going to be nasty. Uh, I have to say that uh, Governor the Sandslug there 
clearly has absolutely no idea what power is actually behind the curtain at Disney. None whatsoever. You know, they may make a dark ride out of his political career. A very, very dark ride. One thing is for sure. Disney is a force of nature. And uh, they have roots pretty deep over there. And truly, in in, uh, recent times, you know, they've kind of gone against their own uh, type in uh, in terms of optics. I don't think they would have been quite so quick to uh, comment on laws like HB 1557 15 or 20 years ago. You know, funny thing is, there, there wouldn't have been a need for HB 1557 15 or 20 years ago because only idiots like this guy were threatened by what the hell somebody does in the privacy of their own life. Uh, there is, of course, an interesting uh, sidebar to this deal. Under the legislation, uh, Reedy Creek and the other special uh, districts that have been formed there would all be dissolved as of June 1st, 2023, though they could reapply for special district status. Now, once this thing is enacted, the bill, of course, is expected to end up in court. Uh, State Senator Linda Stewart, Democrat from Orlando, said Disney officials had told her that they didn't believe the legislature actually had the power to dissolve the special district. State law stipulates a majority of the district's landowners must vote in favor of it and would likely go to court to uh, defend Reedy Creek. Oh, well, then he's doing what we all think he's doing. He's having a political tantrum. Well, it sure looks that way, right? And, oh, but wait, there's more. Oh, and he's giving away a pair of shiny new jack boots. <laughs> oh, he's definitely on a roll. So, so far, what do we have, friends? Well, we have, we want you to not think a certain way. We want you to not speak a certain way. We want you to not read a certain book. And now, introducing, we don't want you to vote in a certain way. As uh, we've been told, seemingly, what, millions of times now? Uh, and it has been proven and proven and overproven and once more again proven and then again upheld by the highest courts in this land that election fraud is exceedingly rare. Even in the land of bugs the size of Buicks. The Florida Secretary of State's office says it received... 262 election fraud complaints about the 2020 election and uh, referred just 75 to law enforcement or prosecutors. Now, understand, (laughs) there were nearly 11 million votes cast in the state uh, for the uh, presidential contest that year. Yeah, and all 75 reported cases came from Republican voters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, that was true. In more than one case, man, Florida has a a, a new law now on the books because all those other quasi-fascist ones weren't quite enough. This one creates, quote, an Office of Election Crimes and Security within the Florida Department of State, an agency, by the way, under Governor the Sandslug's jurisdiction. 
with a staff of 15 to conduct preliminary investigations of election fraud. Hold up. An office to inspect sheep run by wolves. If it quacks like a fascist. Yes, and but also, the measure calls for the sand slug to appoint up to 10 law enforcement officers to the Florida Department of Law Enforcement to investigate election crimes. Oh, that's just perfect. That's uh, that's exactly what they want. <laughs> yeah, I can see them just so eager to take part in this. During a recent news conference, uh, the governor said local election supervisors and prosecutors don't necessarily have the expertise and tools to investigate voting-related complaints. The new officers would specialize in election-related crimes, he said. Yeah, they'll all be trained by the My Pillow guy and those data ninjas. We just want to make sure whatever laws are on the books, that those laws are enforced, the governor added. Yeah, that's a problem right there. Whatever laws are on the books. Not too surprising is that the two states, Florida and neighboring Georgia, have moved in recent weeks to beef up policing of election crimes. Meaning, fix it so we always win. A a case could be made for that, Mr. Keynes. I I I think a case is being made for that right now, as a matter of fact. I mean, the new voting district map in Florida is just one color, white, and all the other districts just say the unwashed territory. It's so much more tidy that way, right? Well, you'll be delighted to know that the new Florida law also increases penalties for violating Florida election laws. It makes it a felony to collect and submit more than two vote-by-mail ballots on behalf of other voters. It previously was a misdemeanor to do so, so now it increases the fine from $1,000 to $50,000 on organizations that violate voter registration laws. Meaning, if it doesn't say you're a registered Republican, you're just tossed in the who's gal. <laughs> well, oh, God. Cecile Schoon, the president of the League of Women Voters of Florida, called the new $50,000 fine a, quote, direct threat to her organization. She said, when you couple the increased fines with the new election investigators, it doesn't give you a warm or cozy feeling. If by warm and cozy you mean you have a fear of being held in a metal box with spikes on the inside, then yeah, it could get tense for you. Yeah. Well, great. You know, maybe your solution to this is really the best. Yeah? Yeah. Giant 650-foot lizard rises out of the gulf and just tramples the shit out of the place. Well, it's good to have dreams. And with that glorious glimpse into the soon-to-be fascist republic of Florida, we will run for the shadows in these golden years, friends, but not before thanking our contributors to this edition of the show, Jody Lorimer, for extremely fine and nuanced ideification. And Eric Newsom for exquisite Vinnyisms. 
Thanks as well to the intrastate man of mystery, <laughs> the deacon of dials, Milk Keynes for uh, technical assistance and uh, so forth and so on there. A pleasure as always. And uh, folks, if you're listening to this program as a podcast, why don't you uh, go ahead and mash that subscribe button and maybe give us a 7 out of 4 star review or something. That would be awesome. It would indeed be awesome, Mr. Keynes, and uh, with a side of spectacular. You can also visit the Fusebox website at thefuseboxshow.com for all sorts of fascinating diversions and even some uh, show swag there if you're uh, in the mind. You know what I mean? I have been your Finding Nirvana on $5 a day host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Phew.